The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Guess what, Will? What's that, Mango? Did you know that sloths are really good swimmers? I actually didn't know that. I mean, I, I've seen photos of them in water, and even though I've seen sloths in person, we got the chance to go to Costa Rica, I never saw them doing their uh, the little doggy paddle thing that I saw <laughs> them doing on the video. Yeah, I mean, they definitely look cute, but not particularly graceful. But I was actually shocked to learn they're actually really strong swimmers. And apparently they move three times as fast in water as they do on land, which I know isn't great, but... It's an improvement. Yeah, I guess so. And also, they can hold their breath underwater for 40 minutes. Now, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah, but my favorite thing I learned is that because they're so slow to move on land, sometimes slots will just dive bomb from a tree limb that's overhanging over some water just so that they can shorten their commute to the pool. Isn't that great? That's pretty impressive. <laughs> and that's just one of nine facts we've got on today's show about slots. Let's dig in. Welcome to Part-Time Genius. I'm Will Pearson. As always, I'm joined by my good friend Mangesh Hatikader. And sitting behind the soundproof glass, thumbing through an old copy of Ranger Rick. <laughs> That's our friend and producer, Tristan McNeil. It's been a while since I've seen a copy of that. Yeah. And we were supposed to have Gabe on the line as we often do for nine things, but Gabe is home with a pretty nasty cold. I know. So, it's the first time he's called in sick. Yeah. Well, we wish him well, but actually, he sent me his facts. He decided to oh, go yeah? ahead and do the research but he said he'd sound a little too stopped up if he were to join us. So I'm going to play the role of Gabe today. <laughs> Good. All right, here we go. So can I start us off? As you or Gabe? Well, I'm going to start us off as me. Okay. Is that good? All right. Yeah. Here we go. My first fact that I found. So, you know, one thing these mini Chewbaccas aren't slow at, we've talked about how slow they are, mm -hmm. but not at mating. And actually, according to public radio, the whole mating ritual is done in about five seconds. And that includes the foreplay. <laughs> So you're probably wondering, how does this work? You know, in case your parents didn't teach you about the birds and the sloths, <laughs> the female sloth barks out a scream when she's in heat. And then the male sloths come racing over to court her or race as fast as they can. I mean, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're sloths. They're not swimming over. So, But the sloths are so good at sex or, or at least productive at it 
that at the sloth sanctuary in Costa Rica, sloth sex is the one thing that's actually forbidden. <laughs> They're too good at it, and the sanctuary does not need any more babies. That's so ridiculous. That's pretty good. So- All right, Gabe, what do you have next? Oh, well, I'm Gabe, and here's my next fact. So <laughs> if you love avocados, you should thank a sloth. According to Smithsonian, giant ground sloths used to roam the earth during the Cenozoic era. And the creatures were massive, about the size of UPS trucks, actually. But the creatures loved avocado. And along with a few other massive animals like mammoths, they would eat the fruit whole for a snack. Then they would deposit the seed miles away as they traveled, all of which helped to keep the avocado around. I'll remember to thank a slot the next time I see one. Pretty good fact from Gabe, don't you think? (laughs) Yeah, great reading. All right. Okay, so I've got another fact for you. So I'm sure you know this, but early descriptions of the sloth weren't favorable at all. And (laughs) according to Atlas Obscura, one of the early 19th century natural history books described them as, I've got the quote here, imperfect monsters of creation, equally remarkable in their disgusting appearance and helpless condition. (laughs) Ouch, pretty rough. (laughs) And while there's plenty of debate over whether sloths are cute or not, I mean, you see all sorts of debate on the internet, one thing you can't dispute is how they smell, which is good. Really? Yeah. Because they're such slow-moving creatures, they actually don't need sweat glands, and not stinking is actually useful to them because it keeps predators off their scent. Huh. Yeah, so, so you're probably wondering, what do they actually smell like? And the answer is trees. <laughs> so mostly they just pick up the scent of wherever they're at, which means their fur gets coated in tree sap, and basically they smell like air fresheners. Wow, that's pretty good. But actually, it it leads into my next fact, because while they might smell good, I do need to remind you they are covered in algae. <laughs> Now, sometimes you'll see them turn the kind of this greenish tint, and especially during the rainy season. And it's because they're basically part of the trees. But the algae does have some benefits to the sloth. It, it kind of helps them camouflage. Also, sloths occasionally snack on the algae as a quick treat, and <laughs> they might even absorb the nutrients from the algae into their skin. But that said, the algae isn't the only thing hanging out on the sloth. So moths sometimes live in their fur as well. That's pretty good. All right, Gabe, your next fact. Okay, well, I'm Gabe, and my next fact goes like this. While they are definitely slow-moving, wild sloths aren't in the same category as koalas. Those lazy bees sleep 18 hours a day. Also, I, I do just want to say, because sloths tend to be slow-moving when they move, it's it's pretty efficient. They're always calculating the fastest way to get somewhere so that they don't need to backtrack as they go, you know, maybe 40 meters from one treetop to another. Huh. But back to the the sleepy part about them, sloths only sleep about nine hours a day in the wild, which isn't that much more than most humans. And for the record, this is a fairly recent discovery coming in the last decade or so when some scientists put brain caps on them to monitor their brain waves. And that said, once sloths are living the good life in captivity, they do tend to take advantage of the situation and, and take in a few more hours of rest. I like that fact, Gabe. All right, thanks. Well, what's your next one? So uh, this is one I thought was pretty funny. Slots have all sorts of strange biological features, right? They have these conical teeth. They're related to armadillo and anteaters. But according to Boing Boing, their family tree diverged from those lines about 75 to 80 million years ago. (laughs) But the weirdest thing to me about them is that they really don't get fat in a traditional way. So this is again from Boing Boing, but most mammals have fat tucked around their bodies. But when a sloth gets obese... They hold that extra weight in fat deposits in their feet. In their feet? I know. They get fat feet. How is something kind of like it's both cute and disgusting at the same time? And useless. 
Bat feet. <laughs> it's fun to say that. <laughs> All right. Well, I know we've talked about this before, but no discussion of sloth biology is complete without a little discussion of their poo dances, which I know we've both seen mm-hmm. videos of before. And and sloths, which which kind of live in this natural state of constipation, at least according to the Washington Post, they shimmy down their trees once a week to poo. But the way they do it is pretty funny. So they, they sort of cling to the tree and shake their hips slowly, dancing it out of their system in one <laughs> slow, long go of it. But the big question is, why don't they just go from the trees, especially when leaving the tree is actually a dangerous activity for them? That's when the eagles pluck them off or other predators tend to notice them. But there are a few theories why. So some people think it has to do with mating and attracting a mate to a particular tree. Some people think it has to do with the moths on their bodies because the moths lay eggs in their feces. But personally, I think the sloth just enjoys a little dance party of one, you know? They just need to dance. And, I don't know, poo, I guess. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so that's my last fact. Okay, Gabe, time to close it for us. Here we go. Last one. Oh, this is a little off topic, but I'm sure you remember the character Sloth from The Goonies. Yeah, The Goonies is a classic. Yeah, well, if you're wondering what happened to him after the movie, which I know we all have wondered at some <laughs> point, the IMDb has you covered. According to the novelization of the movie... Chunk's parents adopted Sloth and even threw him a bar mitzvah. <laughs> so he's truly a man now. Yeah, that's Is pretty that amazing. not a great fact? I mean, Gabe closing the show with a great fact about one of my favorite movies as a kid. So yeah, I, 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 love I feel it. like we need to give him the trophy. Yeah, so Gabe, if you're listening, feel better. Thank you for the facts. And we'll be back tomorrow with another episode. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.